Hey y'all, it is Friday, August 20th, and this is your market commentary. So, um, basically, a little bit more of a bearish week, um, not on everything, just on wheat and, uh, you know, canola, soybeans, and corn. So, why was it bearish on those those things? Um, so, we've got the Pro Farmer Report, which essentially is a group of, um, a group that goes around in the United States and, and walks fields and checks the yield out themselves and gives their stamp on what the yield's going to be. And, uh, you know, they pegged the corn crop at 177 bushels per acre, which is 2.4 bushels higher than the USDA had it on Friday and they have the soybean crop at 51.2 bushels per acre a, a bushel almost a bushel and a half higher than the USDA also pegged their crop on Friday so those two things weighed on the corn as well as the oilseed complex and um, drugged that market down now this is at the same time as you've got some China buying um, of both commodities not a lot of buying but a little bit was bought by China so um, even though that there was some sales um, it still did not offset this higher than expected yield so um, you know that was kind of the weight on the market what did happen on the wheat market to drive it down is well we approached the 90% high of the 10 year you know mid nines um, you know we, we were kind of climbing I was thinking we were going to hit that 980 futures uh, mark on December um, but we ran into some resistance after 950 and uh, we also had some farmers selling out of the Black Sea so you got to remember even though the USDA lowered their production by 12 million tons those Russian farmers had a lot of exports on on uh, and the export tariffs on last year so they do have supply and they've been waiting to sell a little bit of it so the Russians sold into the market which added supply to it and draw and brought prices down no I don't know if we're out of the woods yet on on the futures rallying but uh, we definitely dropped back to that nine dollar mark um, and, and generally speaking with harvest coming off um, the market's kind of taking a breather on those commodities until it gets further news to add to the um, you know the bulls that were running but right now it's fairly bearish um, in all three this week on the flip side domestically we have the barley and the pulse market really taking off um, you know and, and honestly taking off to the point where you know it's really hard to keep up with barley um, is being driven off of that short supply in the feed market right so all of those domestic feeders are like desperate for bar for anything that they can feed those animals they're trying to get some coverage for late August here um, and moving into um, September and this isn't just in Canada this is you know your Dakotas your Montana right so there's a lot of production that is needed and not a lot out there as we get harvest rolling and as was expected the yields are a little bit lower so barley for feed is driving up um, and it's driving up to the point where a lot of companies are talking about importing corn and importing corn from Iowa as soon as they can get it to offset the situation so feed barley took a real big pitch up and um, the, the one thing to think about is you know what will malt do to compete so malt really hasn't entered the game yet um, the most companies and most maltsters are wondering what to do to keep their own supply so what we're anticipating happening is that the maltsters will have to watch and see what the quality comes off um, right now it's very high protein but the quality is half decent so the quality
quality and the plumpness is, is okay. We think that there's blendability in the complex, but what will happen is given the feed situation is high, but on the flip side, the export, so where we can sell to say to China on malt and feed is a lot lower than the domestic feed barley price. What will the maltsters be willing to pay? They're going to have to pay higher than feed to get it, but um, you know, it's just kind of a wait and see and wait to see and get harvest off before they can make those calls. So expect a lot of calls about samples of barley in the next few weeks um, as companies try to figure out and get a game plan and, and understand where the supply is, where, where are they going to move into the feed pits, where are they going to move into the malt pits. But it's a very good story for barley farmers. Um, so, you know, hold tight to that production, get your samples off, um, get talking to companies. And on the pulse game, same thing. Peas are driving up because of the feed shorts. Um, and, you know, a lot of stuff is going south of the border, but definitely a lot of people covering supply needs. And, um, you know, same thing with lentils. Lentils aren't actually being exported, but a lot of companies who made export sales so far are looking at the fact that by 365 days from now, there's not going to be a lentil left. So they're trying to get ahead of the supply that they see, which doesn't really exist. We're seeing lentils under 20 bushels. So um, not a lot out there. So everybody's trying to cover. And, uh, you know, both those markets and the barley market are just going crazy. The other thing to consider um, that's happening out there is the canola oil question mark. So anytime that we get high temperatures, heat, and canola that hasn't been in the field as long as it should, it hasn't been green as long as it should, you have a low oil content year. So a lot of companies are going to be thinking about getting as many samples as they can and trying to figure out how the blends work. So expect more to come on that, um, but definitely something that could uh, change uh, dynamics in the oil um, markets for canola and expect a lot of people asking for samples this year of it so I would get ready and don't necessarily think okay the canola is just a one I'm not going to get samples um, so you know take some samples of your canola uh, harvest is you know 23 percent actually sorry 20 percent across western Canada with the big leaders being Saskatchewan and Manitoba you know no surprise there they've got most of the pulses um, they're 23 percent uh, completed Alberta is 18 percent now this rain is really holding back um, pretty much across the board in western Canada and really not very much needed um, in the industry right now or asked for so hopefully the rain will piss off and uh, we can get back to harvesting um, but you know given the year given the stresses we've had you know probably have a beer if it's raining where you're at and uh maybe a couple shots too to make yourself feel better but prices are good so anything you are going to pull off um you are going to sell at a little higher value so can't uh shake the stick at that um that's all i had for today uh thanks everybody and have a great weekend